We're going in, strong Spartan style, no fear. God's got this. The name of the game right now, go very slow. Positive mental attitude, a gratefulness for being alive. <laughs> That's number one. But a gratefulness, it definitely takes you throughout all the difficult parts of this uh, ordeal. Because I am a result of what can happen when everyone's mind is structured and set on a point. God does work miracles and he works them through us. Welcome to the Father's Day. I am Jesse Lee Peterson. Thank you all so much for being with me. Remember, you can support the Father's Day at thefatherstay.tv slash donate. And also on Locals, the Father's Day is on Locals. Click the link in the description to support our work. I have with me a very interesting doctor today, Dr. Theo Consuli. He is an author, chiropractor, and hypnotic, hypnotherapist, and a healer. Thank you for coming on. I do appreciate it. I really appreciate you having on your, on me on your show. And I yeah. uh, would like to do a prayer, if I, if I may. Absolutely. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us away from the temptations and deliver us from the evil one. For thine is the kingdom, the glory, and the power forever and ever. Amen. Please, Lord, also help Jesse... Daniel and Bill and everyone that is on the message and on the path to spread your word. Allow us to speak your words, not our own, and to help other individuals who are lost to find you once again. Thank you. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Amen. So you are a Christian. I am. I believe in the Eastern Orthodoxy religion that was the first Catholic and Apostolic religion of the apostles, and that is Eastern Orthodoxy. Have you been a Christian all your life? I was baptized, yes. Really? Yes. And so do you believe that human beings are in a fallen state? I believe that human beings are able to remove themselves from a fallen state at any point when we allow ourselves entry through the enemy, then we become a fallen state. We're in a fallen state. But we have a God, the Godhead inside of us. We are part of children of God, all of us. Right. And we all have that. We have been created in the image and likeness of our creator. And if we enact that, then we're not in a fallen state. We are in a risen state. And, and we say we allow ourselves to be in a fallen oh, state. Oh, yeah, we do. How, do. how do we do that? By accepting in hypnotics, in, either you accept knowingly and you can accept unknowingly by allowing yourself in a hypnotic state to bring in a guidance that is not holy. And television does that all the time. Right. You know, just putting your kids in front of television, allowing them to see things that are not holy puts their subconscious into a lack mentality, lack state, and allows that programming to continue. It's like a virus, and that's the evil entity. The entity. How, can, how can a person recognize when they are in a fallen state? Well, that's a good question, Jesse. Uh, they are not happy. 
they ha- they don't have happiness, peace that you speak about. Do you have peace? They don't have peace. They're always feeling like something is lacking, right. and that something is Yahshua, Jesus Christ, the energy of God, that connection to Father, Son, Holy Spirit. When someone has that, and I've seen it many times uh, through working with people, when they get back to that state, they get their health back, they get their, their mental state back, they get their uh, happiness back, they get their families back, they, they, they break addictions, all kinds of beautiful things happen. Right. But that's under the power of the good holy state, not the unholy state. And how can you recognize when you're in the risen state? How do you know and how do you get there? Joy, pure joy and peace. And how do you get there? You get there by what we call in Greek metanoia, which is basically knowing that you have fallen away from the perfection mark. And you have to find yourself where you're at. You You have to know where you're at and know where you want to go. So if you are at A and you want to get to Z, you have to know that you're at A. Right. Some people in this environment, in current society, they don't even know where they're at. Some think that they're at Z and they're not even at B or C. Right. They, have to, they have to find themselves first. And that's what's beautiful. When you find yourself, then you can correct yourself. And after you correct yourself, then you can get yourself on the path to be where you need to be. And so what is the beginning of finding yourself? How do you start that out? The questions. First of all, you'll see around your surroundings, people may distance themselves from you or something's going on. They could say there's a bad vibe or bad energy or, hey, you're not doing something correct in society. You're, right. That was wrong. And if that's, this is where the enemy, if they are in that person, either rejects that and says, hey, my ego is more important, or says, you know what, maybe I should look at myself and say, you know, give, my, give it, you know, give, give it a thought and say, is there something that this person's telling me that I can better myself? Right. See, that's where a lot of people go wrong. If they were to stop in that critical moment and say, is this person giving me proper information and can I take it somewhere? Or is this person lying to me? And my ego then comes in and says, no, you're wrong. I'm right. Because everybody has a problem in this world about being correct. Yeah. They all want to yeah. be right. Yeah. And only That's one true. person, there's only one truth, God truth. Everyone else has an opinion. And you know what they say about opinions. Everybody's yeah, right. got them and they all stink. Yeah. <laughs> and so do you believe Jesus? You believe in Jesus? I know Jesus. I mean, and, my life can't be where I'm at right now without, without Yahshua. And do you believe Jesus is God or the Son of God? Father, Son, Holy Spirit, one. Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, one. Ice, water, vapor, one. And so Three states. Believe, so are you saying you believe he's God? In the God? Trinity, yes. You believe Jesus is God? 100%. Um, and why do you believe he is God? Why do I believe he is God? Yes. Not only from the biblical scriptures... And not only the, the personal experience that I have with my upbringing and my understanding of God, but it, it has always been that for me, and it has never been shaken, broken, or changed. Amazing. Every single time that I ask God, show yourself, and he shows himself to me in all three states. Uh, and that's a really deep conversation, <laughs> far, yeah. than an hour, far more than an hour. Did Jesus ever say that he was God? And he says, I am. But did he ever say he was God? I believe so, yes. Where? Now, I'm not going to, to argue you in any kind of uh, biblical scriptures because right. I'm not a theologian. Uh, but from what I understand in my faith, yes. Uh, there was a, a, a point where Jesus 
had to uh, go up just before he was about to be deceived and go take it over to the army, the soldiers there. Uh, he told his disciples that he had to go up and seek his father's will to know God's will. And he went up to You're the, talking about the transfiguration? He went up to the mountain or whatever he went mm-hmm. to, the hill, the darkness. And he asked God to let his will be done. And, and, and it was hard for him, but he realized that that's what God wanted him to do. So he went up and did the prayer and he's like, okay, I got to do what I got to do. And when he went back down, the disciples had fallen asleep. Right. Oh, you're talking about at Gethsemane. Yeah. And he's like, why you guys fall asleep? We can't even stay awake right. an hour. If he was God, why did he have to go up to see his own will? Well, you, what you're talking about is the human form of God. So we all have the ability to connect to the Father as his children. We ask God, God help us. And he helps us because he hears us. Uh, anyone who asks of the of their father something, the father's going to give them the bread, not the snake, if he's a loving father. So you're a pastor. And I know your understanding of the Bible is the way that you grew up and you understand it and the way it was taught to you, correct? Yes. And the, well, way, I, and the okay. way I learn it is the way I've learned it and how I understand it. Now, here's the thing. Getting caught up in biblical doctrine, right. that is after the Roman Catholic Church broke off and then everybody else started causing, you know, heresy and all kinds of different uh, uh, different religions to show up, but Lutheran, New Age, all kinds of stuff that came after the Roman Catholic, uh, after right. the schism in 1054 AD, which is something that most religions never tell their congregation, which I was pretty interesting because if they knew where they came from their beliefs and their scriptures and their writings would be understood whether they be heretical or they be original so in the greek eastern orthodox faith we have an apostolic faith that goes to the original so whatever is written there uh pre uh, even we even uh predate the bible that the the church predates the bible so this is the beginning and the original uh, writings and, and understanding. So when it gets into doctrine and fights about doctrine, that's when Christians kind of trip up and they and they fight each other when God wants us to be united. All right. And so, but so why did he have to go up to seek his father will if he was the father? Because he's he here on earth. Father, okay, whatever you want me to do, I'll do it. As should we? As should we? Well, why did he just say, you know what? I'm I'm doing this without asking to the show father. us as an example. That we should always look to the Father. He always referred to the Father. He always said the Father, you know, but if you if you honor me, you honor the Father. If you honor right. the Father, you honor me. So he was that is the the part of the Trinity. So he was basically showing us by example how we should interact with the Father. I believe the Son was showing us how to interact with the Father. I believe so. He was saying But was, if he's the Son, why or he was God. Why didn't he just show us how to interact with him? He was. See, this is this is the challenge right here. When you when you're talking about, um, if I was to show you something and explain it to you, I would have to show it to you through stories, through parables, through any way that we understand to to show, show it and understand it and explain it. But the difficulty is, Jesus was dealing with people who had no idea. They were so st- stuck in a uh, hypnosis of the Old Testament. 
So they were stuck in, in a way of understanding God, and he was trying to show them. So I think through the example that he, that he gave, how to interact with the Father, is how he was explaining that. And your question is, how does he know that he is, all, how do we know that he's also the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit? Well, especially he never said he was God. You and I were not there. We cannot say that he did or did not say it, but the scriptures, the scriptures, the way that we understand them in the Greek Orthodox faith and in the way that it was basically taught to me, I believe it that way. I, I can't give you any other information. Can we do greater works than God? We do great works through God. But can we do greater works than him? No. But Jesus said that why y'all carried on over me it's not me, it's the Father in me, and greater works here you do than what I'm doing. If he was God, why would he say we would do greater works than him? Well, I think it's also a figure of speech the way that he was explaining it. Again, you're, you're talking about Jesus, God, trying to tell people, common people, and explain to people, hey, this is how this is going to be. It's not the way that you understand it. This is how it is. And to do that, words are said and maybe down through the lineage. We, we have centuries of time that has passed since then. Different translations in different Bibles are different. So it yeah, sure depends that. how that is also right. brought to us here in 2024. What is wisdom? Wisdom is the application of knowledge. Meaning what? If you know something, to be able to explain it, to act upon it, and to do it is wisdom. Um, so you are a hypnotherapist. Hypnotherapist. And, well, let me ask this first, then I yeah. ask about that. Human beings are like in a bad shape right now, bad condition. According to who? When you look out in the world, you see, do you have perfect peace? I do. You have perfect I peace. I do. I, I believe I have the peace that I, that I have after. Now, Jesse, I've been through two open heart surgeries. I've, I'm going to be going through a third every 10, 11 years. I have to, I have to stand in front of God and say, do you want me to continue or am I going to come to you? So there's a whole different scenario going through my head every you day. You had two open heart surgery? I was born with a aortic valve that didn't work correctly. Oh, I see. And every 10 years I have to have a, sur a surgery to keep me alive. So that checks me. That's a checks and balances for me. Right. So when I first went into surgery, I had to ask myself, Am I on the right path? What am I going to see? Am I going to see demons? Am I going to see, is God going to come take me? Or is there going to be an archangel? I had a lot of questions. So after that first heart surgery, I had a, I had an awakening. I had an awakening. And I made, I, on the gurney, I was asking God, as they were wheeling me into, into the operation, I said, listen, I don't know love. I don't know you. I've been told by the Bible and all these things. My mother, being very religious, told me what, what you set the path. And if anybody comes to me for healing, for any doctoring, I want them to know that they've been touched by you. And when I woke up, it was a whole different life. Did you die? I, well, I was on ice. They, they, while they were doing the heart surgery, they tried to fix my original heart, heart valve. It didn't work. Uh, I was bleeding internally. They had to rush me back in. And then they, they fixed me with a, a valve from a cow. Really? Amazing. Mwah. Mwah. I still eat. I still eat uh, beef. Though. <laughs> That's right. And so, you, did you leave your body? Uh, I don't recall now. I, one of the things I asked my, I asked God was, I don't want to see anything. All I want to know is you're working through me. When I woke up, I, I kind of came up, came back to seeing 
my eyes come back into focus and seeing the doctors working around me. Right. And it was like, like a Hollywood movie kind of thing. And then it went black again. And then I woke up again and I was back with, with my family. Amazing. It was, it was, it was really amazing. And, and you I, have to go through this every 10 years, you say? Every 10, 11 years. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. Uh, at least they're getting better at doing that type of surgery. They are, but they're not there yet. So I was going to have to crack me open again. Really? Rib cage and all. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I wish you well with that. Thank you. I appreciate that. God uh, is definitely protecting me and he's guiding my steps for sure. Right on. There's what no is doubt. a hypnotherapist? Hypnotherapist is a uh, practitioner that works with the subconscious science to bring forth uh, any repressed issues, trauma, difficulties, uh, memories, uh, even uh, the ability to go transcend this human body and go into uh, places that most people in conscious mind do not understand. So the subconscious science is that every time that you put somebody in a hypnotic state, you allow them to go into researching that for themselves, and it betters them every single time. Oh, yeah? Oh, it's amazing. And so you put people into a hypnotic state? Hypnosis is a Hypnosis natural state. state. It's a natural state. Every time you go to your bed and you close your eyes, you're in a place that you feel relaxed, and right. you're focused on nothing, and your body automatically goes into hypnosis, into a state of sleep. And then it goes into sleep. So hypnosis is only the in-between state between awake and asleep, total sleep. And so I noticed that when people go to sleep, they go unconscious. Not necessarily. They're still very, well, they're, 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 un, they're unconscious. Now, it depends on how you, how you explain it. Some people say there's, the mind's still working. Other people, now that's going into another totally another right. subject when you say that a sleeping people a person that's asleep they go into a hypno hypno hypnosis hypnotic a state, state of hypnotic state, a state right. hypnotic state and yes. they're between a, a rock and a hard place <laughs> <laughs> some may be yeah for instance you're watching yeah. a movie and you're watching a movie for two hours straight you're you're so in that movie you're you're so connected to that movie that everything else doesn't exist you know, right. the stove, uh, you know, did you turn off the stove at home? That doesn't exist. Yeah. Where did you park? That doesn't exist. All that stuff doesn't exist. Because you're hypnotized you're by hypnotized. TV. You are focused so greatly right. and guided to a certain image, ideas, thoughts, sounds, all these things, that that is all that matters. And well, are you unconscious in that, in that state? You're in a more, you're in a conscious and subconscious. But a, a consciousness, subconscious? You're in subconscious and conscious state. What do you mean by that? Well, you're half here and half not. When you're watching a movie or when you're in hypnosis, right. you're basically here or not. You, you, your state of mind is literally in between two things, fully in the body and fully into spirit, back and forth. Oh, okay. And can you make that one where they're, not, they're just one rather than being into body, into spirit? You're always one. So right on. now, you're also working in your subconscious, but just not as prevalent as your conscious mind is. Really? You're always, you're always in every state. You're, you only exhibit what, you're, what, you're, what the observer wants to exhibit. Do you believe it's possible to only be in one state? The dead state? The alive state. <laughs> dead or alive? Yeah. Yes, I do believe. You do. And how, you do, how do you get there? Be present, so present in the current moment that everything else isn't. It doesn't matter. You're right. right there. And you're aware that you're right there. And you're aware that you're there. Right. Also, when you people have um, out-of-body experiences or they're, they're here in this body and have that awareness and God, God-given, like divine 
connection, that's something that they really vividly explain as I was right there. So they're to- totally alive in that moment. I noticed that in the world, in America today, in the world, but in America today, people are unconscious and that they're walking their hearts are evil and they're like in hell on earth. Have you noticed that? I like to think and, and see the people in a, in a, I like to see the God in all people uh, as much as I can. I'm not perfect. I'm a sinner like everyone else. But I do believe that there's hope and there's, there's a state of uh, awakeness that we can give to people by helping them get out of the hypnosis of drudgery and negative and, and pain. And that is possible. I mean, I do it all the time in my office. People change drastically. But uh, uh, until that happens, though, aren't they in hell on earth? That it could be a perception, yes. Are you saying it may not be that? Well, one person's heaven is another person's hell. How is that? Depends on how they're viewing something. Now, one person's junk is another person's, you know, uh, wealth. You know, it depends on how you're looking at it. If you're looking at it from the state of everything being wrong, then you're looking at it, yes, everything is hell. If you look at things like what is going right, then you're looking at it, hey, there's positive, positivity in the world. Media specifically is giving us all the negative things because it's sensationalized. Right. And if it's sensationalized, then you're going to get ratings. Ratings sell. Negative things sell because it makes people go, wow. But the problem I see, Jesse, right now is so much desensitization going on yeah. that where do we go from here? I mean, where's the, where's the bottom? We're going there. And yeah. if that's what you're talking about by as, uh, from a fallen state or, or a, negative, a negative, uh, negative entropy or negative place that we're going to, yeah. And so you would bring people out of that state by hypnotizing them? That is, that is one way of doing it, yes. And how do you hypnotize someone? What do you do? Well, if you do anything in repetition and it gets to the point where it becomes monotonous, whether it be a voice, whether it be uh, an image, the, the mind checks out. And once it checks out, it allows any kind of suggestion to be put in. It could be positive. It could be negative. You know, you look and look and look at all the research, all the alphabet agencies know about hypnosis. They use it to their, to their advantage, whether it be making people do good things or bad things, but mostly for the sinister aspect. Uh, so uh, hypnosis is a very real, real phenomenon. And if people think that it's not real, it is going around you all the time. Everything from the, the shirt that you put on to the drink that you're buying and, and the drink that you're consuming or the food that you're purchasing, all of it is hypnosis. And when you master that, then you can, you can basically take over your, your life and not be in the matrix anymore. And that's what I teach in the Be a Master um, seminars. Oh, you do? Oh, yeah. And so... Give me an example, if you can, of someone that comes into your office, they have what kind of problem, for an example? Oh, well, first they come in for pain, physical pain. We know physical pain is a manifestation, for the most part, of something more on a higher level, whether it be spiritual, mental, and emotional. So they would come to see you if they had back problems? On On the lower plane, yes. But the people who are higher plane, more intellectual, they understand the whole game, they understand how it all works, 
it will be more of an emotional or a spiritual or a mental connection. So and they will you, be like, I need to fix my emotions. I need to fix my mental well, state. I need to fix my, my spirituality with God. I'm not, I got to get right. So if somebody comes in for a, a chronic elbow issue, that could be how they're being seen by their, by the world. They have a problem with that. Maybe in the wrong, they're in the wrong job or the wrong career. Maybe they've basically have a relationship that's not working out for them, but it's always eating away at them. And until you actually ask the body through neural conditioning or neural emotional work, uh, then you don't get the information. Let's say that a man or woman come in, goes into your office, and they're having marital, marital emotional problems. Oh, very often. Uh, and what will you do to make them happy? Well, it's called a caner, Kasuli Neural Emotive Reprogramming. It's a, it's a, a state of therapy that I've basically over the last 20 years have made, had to create from everything that worked. So in that, in that uh, scenario, I would put them side by side, and they would... I would watch them. I would observe them. And then through muscle testing and different other things, uh, I, would, I would help them both individually and also together. And when they leave the session, it's a whole different story. But that's a very common thing. They don't leave emotional anymore? They, don't, they, they have emotions. Emotions are a natural state. We have to have emotions. But through emotions, we have to clear them. We can't let them stay in our bodies because emotions do get triggered and they go into different um, liver anger, for instance, uh, uh, gallbladder, resentment, grief, lungs, all these different places. They get caught. And then these people, as we were talking earlier, they're in a fallen state. They're in negative. And then the disease processes can start on that. Um, it's like you, a virus. Do you believe that all thoughts are all lies all the time? Say that again. Do you believe that all thoughts, all thoughts, are all lies, are all lies, all the time, all the time? No. And why? No, not? because a lot of the thought can come from God. I mean, God inspired people to write the Bible, inspired works of great art, music, all these different things. I don't believe all thoughts. See, many the, thoughts could be from the enemy. Practical thoughts. Do you believe that all other thoughts are lies? It depends. That's a very loaded question. I mean, if you created the show, who was it that helped you create the show? Was it thought that you had to create the show good or bad? It was good. It was inspired by God, correct? Right, but it wasn't a thought. It was just, was it? I sought to do it without having to think about it at all. Whoever created this building had to have a thought to write up plans in the architecture. Right, but that's a practical thought. Building okay. a building, what you Which want thought are you talking about, Jason? The ones that tell you that you're good or bad. Oh, that, the that could be manipulated by emotions. They could be manipulated. And, 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 can in you the process, have emotion without having thoughts? Can you be emotional without having thoughts? Hmm. Yes. How you could that? be. You could be emotional without having thoughts. How is that? It could be programmed in you so much in your subconscious <laughs> that somebody could trigger you. But you still have to first think about the trauma. Not, 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 not in necessary. Order to feel something from it. Not right? necessary. So how if somebody you... is traumatized and somebody comes up to somebody and, 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 and pushes you, or if someone is raped and they're touched in a certain place, that will automatically, it, the thought process is just continuous, just, just blocked and goes right to that, that protection. I know, the but the moment brain. that they are, if they've been raped before, and then they're touched in the wrong place. They will have to have a quick thought about what happened in the past. It depends how we're defining feel something thought. about it, right? It depends how we're, th we're defining thought. Oh, okay. Yeah. It would depend on, because it could be a reaction that is uh, hardwired, or it could be a thought like, okay, is that, per are you thinking like, 
you know, is this person good or bad? Is am I in danger? Should I hurt this person? Should I run? Should I do you know fight or flight? So fight or flight usually is like immediate. It's not like you know sit there and contemplating. So the thought, if it's a contemplative thought, depending on what your definition of thought is. So do you you have people? Do you have them meditate or what? What do you do? I don't know exactly. We pray in every in every encounter. I pray over my patients all the time. Oh, you do. Yes. When they come in, you pray. When they come first. in, whether they believe or they don't believe, I'm praying. You know, pray. And never cease. It was was basically, you know. And when you pray, what do you pray for? I pray for their healing. I pray that God is there to help them open their eyes, their spiritual eyes, their heart to open up and be receptive to love, healing, and and to block out anything that's causing them that that pain. But you don't like believe in meditation and all that kind of stuff. Meditation is just another form that the Western society says, you know, you know, it's. It, I have a problem with with the way the West thinks about God, because they they water down everything. Right. The law of attraction is basically the Bible, but you water it down. That's basically what that is. And so, uh, because of that, you hypnotize people. I help them guide. I guide them into a relaxed state and allow them then to make their own their own journey into okay. into healing. So when they come in, you you say, okay, you guys, re- you people, relax. No, they just lie down on a, a relaxed a zero gravity chair. They, mm-hmm. they go into zero gravity. They're relaxed. Their body is you know, zero, zero um, gravity. They're relaxed totally. So they're going into that state where they're, a bit, they're able to allow their body to relax from their mind. Right. And then once that happens, then you slowly move them into a journey. You know, it could be a beautiful ma- ride up the mountains or it could be up an elevator of stairs or whatever it may be. And they imagine that they're doing this? They imagine this, that they're doing this, yes. Oh, I see. So you're guiding them. Like if you were to uh, tell someone a story, you're guiding them. You're guiding them through the story. And at some point, they check out from the stress of life, and they speak to you, and they speak to you with what is really going on, whether they see themselves as a child in the trauma, right. or they see themselves free of the trauma and looking at it from a third-person perspective, or they see even even as much as some people see God. Some people say, "Hey, I'm 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 with God," you know. I see Jesus. I see this. I see that. And what they say back to me is amazing because I would have never guided them to say that or right. tell them that. I just hear things that are just amazing. When I put them all together with all the different stories and different cases, I see a pattern ar- arise. And in this pattern. Nobody told me God let me through the pearly gates because I was uh, Baptist or I was Orthodox or I was black or I was white. He said, everybody says across the board, God loves me. And that's the message. God loves everybody. And if people understood that they were children of God, they wouldn't be doing the things that they're doing over here in this world. Right. If they, yeah, if they, they unbelievable, the things yeah. that you see and the things that you're talking about are yeah. so anti-God. Yeah. And that's one thing I had a problem with Los Angeles. It was so anti-God. You can't even talk about God. Somebody's yeah. going to throw out some crystals or some some kind of uh, some kind of uh, meditation and say, "Oh, I'm I'm spiritual." You have no idea what you're talking about, my friend. No idea. And so, uh, you, you call yourself a healer as well, right? I'm not a healer. That's a title that the American uh, the, the the public puts. God is the only healer. Oh, right. But that's a part of your title. Chiropractor, hypnotherapist, human being, son, father, brother. I these do. are all things, but just these, title. I, I don't want to take too much of the title. I just want to be where I need to be, where I need to be at the time I need to be it. Right. I just, you know, that, but healer is something, nobody's really a healer. 
if we can be counselors, it can, it can be uh, connected to Christ to help other people and, and to, uh, to, to, to glorify God through what we do. That's, that's all that matters. Uh, before we move away from this, what would you recommend to people who need what you have, what you offer? Or how can they be healed? Or what, what do you recommend? First, understand where you're at. Right? Understand where you're at. If you need help and you need healing, seek out the people that need, that can help you. That have been the route before. I've been through the route. I've been a person who has been through violence. Okay. I've been beat up and I almost committed suicide at 10 years old. Really? Oh, yeah. You were beat up by blacks? No, I was beat up by whites. Oh, you by White, whites? Yes, whites. I oh, mean, there was... They there thought was, you were black? There was a mixed child in there somewhere, I think. <laughs> yeah. but, but it was a gang of people that basically didn't like me really? for whatever reason. No. Because I was, I, was, I, mean, I was Greek-American growing up in a public school, American right. public school. And as you know, growing up is not easy. Kids are cruel. So I had a ten, at 10 years old, I was up in my father's... Uh, bathroom upstairs with a razor blade ready to cut my cut my wrist and that's really? the first miracle that happened because i felt a a voice it said in greek ohi which means no and paralyzed my hands where i couldn't bring it across and the, and the razor blade fell so to the you floor. consider suicide at 10 10 years old Maybe. i mean i felt i felt worthless i felt like and why do you feel this way because i was bullied Be- at school beat up and bullied oh. no other reason and when you would tell your parents about it did they take you out of the school my 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 father came to the PTA meetings and all that to find out what was going on. He he came and talked to the to the um, my mother. My father is a military man. He was a merchant marines with the Greek right. army. Nice. And my and my mother was very religious, so she was really into the church. So I couldn't do anything right. Either I was going to get in trouble military wise, or I was right. going to go to hell. Right. So after my open heart surgery, I had to find myself. I had to find the true God. I, not what other people told me. I didn't want a third person right. God. I wanted a personal God. That's right. So that's what I found. And I believe that that's the path that he's got me on. And who did you grow up closer to, your father or your mother? Both. Both because they both had an Equally? awesome. Well, more my father because I wanted to emulate my father. Right. right? Uh, my mother loved me because I was her firstborn. So she loved me dearly. But I, I wasn't a mama's boy by any stretch of imagination. Actually, I had both. I had pushed them both away so I could find myself. Right. Because my father was a little bit uh, uh, emotionally uh, not there because he was working so hard in the restaurant business that I was never able to that go with it to him with my problems. Really? But he was very, very good at showing me how to be determined and how to work. Your Did hard you work. resent either one of your parents at any point? Oh, yes. Yeah. Oh, yes. Have yes. you forgiven well, them? Oh, for 100%. You told them? Uh, 100%. Right. We've had all the conversations. I mean, I can't be a healer. Uh, or or do the work of healing right. other people by not you know being healed myself. Nice. You have to come to Christ. If you don't come to Christ and put all your wounds in front of Him, you can't be healed. No human being can do that for you. Only Christ can. And so you were healed of what? Sorrow, depression, anger, big time. I had anger in, yeah. inside. Everybody was a problem. It wasn't me. I had to look at all that stuff and say, you know what? I leave it to you, God, and and He healed me. You are married, right? I'm currently married, yes. And are you the head of your wife? <laughs> of course. Does well, Jesus own- Christ is the good boss of, of all of us, boss of my wife, boss of me. Uh, you know, if we're talking about who's the head of your wife, I believe in the biblical, and that's also what my wife believes. I wouldn't have married her, Jesse, if she didn't believe that she was, uh, you know, part of the family structure as a biblical, a b- biblically said. Nice. And so does she obey you? 
She does. She obeys. She does. Amazing. And we'd have problems if she didn't. Yeah. She understands from my point of view as a man, the power that I yield and the understanding and, and the movement forward for the family and the protection. She understands that. And I understand what her purpose is to love the family, nurture it and do the things I can never do. Women have a special power that we don't have power. And what's that? That's basically being a mother. We well, can't be a mother. Um, Your mother, my mother, they, they hold a special part in our heart, don't they? They do. They have to. But that's not good. I understand your position on this, but when Jesus Christ told all his apostles, and I do believe there was, there was a female in there. Right. You know, love each other as I have loved you. Right. I believe that that was a command, letting her know that she can love and she can be loved and all as well. Right, she can, but she has to return to the Father first. Amen. In order to be that way. Amen. Otherwise, the love she has is evil. A hard word to say that somebody God made is evil. Actions may be evil, but people being evil, if they do too much of that evil action. I didn't say that God made us evil, but I'm saying that the love that women have is evil until they return to the Father. I partly agree with that, yes. Partly, but not all the way? Uh, Just because of the way it's phrased. What do you mean? Uh, women being evil, I, I don't think that they're... Are they capable of evil? Oh, yes. Are, are men capable of evil? Oh, yes. Well, in a man that's evil has the nature of his mother. Again, this is something that may be cultural. It may be also biblical in a, in a way that is taught differently to different uh, religions. I was never taught that. I was never taught that women are evil in the Orthodox faith. That, uh, that Why we, didn't they teach you that? Well, I don't believe that's true. But that's also something that it can be can be diluted through priests, through um, through clergy, through different people that have angry anger towards their mother or anger towards women. But all human beings who were born through the mother. Are you talking re- Adam and Eve? Are you talking the Adam mother. and Eve story? What? Are you talking because of the Adam and Eve story? Yes. Eve. Okay. All right. See, that's that's. Is that that's, true? Is that story true? Uh, the Adam and Eve story. I'm not God. I'm not God. I did not write the Bible. I I cannot say. I can believe what do I've been taught. Do you believe it happened or no? Do I believe that Adam and Eve? I be, see. See, this is the this is the thing. You have so many different versions of a Bible. You have so many different stories being told. Right. And the way that stories were told were through parables and and passing down information. So if that is what happened, then that's what happened. But if people don't believe. 100% the Bible, then we have a problem, right? Not really. Okay. So you just answered my question. But do you believe that Eve ate the, believe the serpent? I believe it was a, a story to be able to explain the nature of man. So you don't believe it really happened? I wasn't there. And so I'm, that's what I'm asking about belief. Do you, even though you were not there, do you believe that the Adam and Eve story did happen? I believe that it exists. Do you believe it happened? You believe, you're asking me if I believe that Adam ate, ate from the, the apple. No, uh, that Eve ate from the apple that the serpent gave her. And then she thought that she was equal to man after that. And then the Adam listened to the woman because the serpent became the woman's God. Once he believed that, so she could not obey her husband anymore. And then the woman, the man believed the woman, she became his God. Do you believe that happened? I believe that it happened, but the way that is understood is 
different for every religion and everybody who teaches it or, or learns it from somebody who teaches it. So you do believe it did happen, though? Why is it so important that I believe that it happened? No, I'm asking. I didn't hear your answer yet. Oh, I believe that it happened. Yes. How do you deal with the hell in your wife when it comes out? You know, sometimes, <laughs> <laughs> you know, sometimes she's just mad about nothing. You trying to get me? Are you trying to get me in trouble? <laughs> no. <laughs> you set me up, Jesse. No. You set me up. But I, I, how do you? I deal with it with love, compassion. And an open communication. I think that is huge. And it's missing in a lot of uh Give me an example. Let's say Give me an example. She's angry about nothing. Angry about nothing? Bitchy about nothing, right? Women Just tend to do that a lot. They tend to do that a lot. Yeah. And so when you run into your wife and she's acting that way, for other men that don't know how to deal with it, what do you do to deal with the hell that's in her? Well, first you notice that there's there's something is different, right? Something is different. Something may have triggered her. Something may have caused her to be upset. And you as the leader of the family, you have to take this responsibility on. Step back and say, honey, what is going on? Get her take. Understand her take. Understand where she's coming from. And then you you talk to her logically because we are very logical beings as males and say this, this, and this. If there's a fear that is un, unfounded, uh, give her the reasons why that fear is unfounded. You know, If she has a problem with you, let her know, hey, this is my stance, this is where I stand, and I'm not budging. And give it time. It just depends on what it is that you, that she's angry about or what's going on. Why not just tell her, you know what, you need to overcome this anger, this hell is coming out of you. Well, there's ways of saying that without being, you know, confrontational, because that's confrontational to the point where it's going to cause her to not understand the problem's solution. Oh, She'll create understand. more problems. They understand. They, they pretend not they don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> well, because they are not ready to admit that. that well, that, that may them. be the case. That so they the do case. understand. And when you give them this long story about what's going on, all you're doing is causing them to go back into denial about the hell that's in them. Is that every Why case that you believe that in every I, case? I'm sorry. It's not every case, though. What? You think it's every case that they do that? What? That they, they're lying about, about what they're feeling uncomfortable? 100%. 100%. Yeah. Jesse, who hurt you? I'm sorry. Who hurt you? What do you mean? I mean, that's that's a very tough, tough thing to think about. Like that's that, like a tough stance to take. That every time a woman says something that is anti what you're you're not. No, agreeing I said that every time the hell comes out of her, she knows that the hell is coming out of her. Oh, that she knows, but she doesn't care. She doesn't. Is that what you're saying? She doesn't. She's not ready to admit it because she love her hell in her, and she can use that wow. hell to control the husband, the children. Then because that's a people, woman that needs to be left alone forever. Right, but you need to leave a, that woman. But she needs the help of a man, that, and that's her husband. Is this a, is this a one time thing or is this a continual thing? It's forever until she overcomes it. Well, then she can Otherwise, do that. She, she can do that. Yeah, she can do that on her own time. If, she, <laughs> if if at some point she doesn't get the message, she needs to do it on her own time. What she can't have, destroy other lives while she's doing that. She'll destroy your children for sure. We have to make sure that that never happens. Yeah. You have to always be on top of 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 the family structure. And and you're right. Women do tend to be a little bit more emotional than men, and they start to do things that are just not logical. Right. Uh, we as men have to take back the family structure and be strong in who we are and what we can do. And it's it's 99 percent of the time it is correct. Now, no violence should be used at all. Be, I don't believe that in if no the violence. woman get violent, have her arrested. 
I don't believe that we should have ever, ever lay hands. She should never lay hands on the man, and right. the man should never lay hands on the woman. That's not needed. Not, should, in a, not in a relationship where communication is king. What should a man do if his woman lay hands on him? Well, first, restrain her to stop her from doing anything else, and then take the proper proper precautions never to ha let it happen again. Call the police, have it locked up? Restraining order and all that stuff. Well, we leave, we live, we live here in California. So you have different things in different states, right? Different ways of, of dealing with issues, domestic violence. Right. But you have to stop it immediately. If you, if your wife should hit you, would you have her arrested? That would never happen. But if she did, that would never happen. Would you pray or that, have her that arrested? That would be. That would never happen. Good man. And why wouldn't it happen? That's There's, a very. You good don't point. even have the question. I would never marry a woman that would have any opportunity to do that. Right. That before this is so very important. Before you marry a woman, you better know who you're marrying. Absolutely. You better know where you're going with that woman. If she's not walking with Christ, she's walking with the devil, and that is going to take you exactly there. A woman has a lot of power if you leave her into the into the family structure, and she does not know where she's going. Yeah, but the power is evil power. It's not real power. It, it is an illusion. Yeah. It is an illusion yeah. that causes, yes, exactly. It's an illusion that causes everybody to trip up. So when you wake up sometime or run into your wife and she, the hell is coming out, do you do uh, hypnotherapist on her? I have. Nice. I, I pray. I pray. And I ask God for the wisdom to be able to do the right thing at that moment. And then I do it. And most of the time it's communication. Communication heals all things. I believe it does. If it doesn't, then that other person doesn't have their ears open to be listening to the right. communication. And then at that point, you have to take other measures. But we should not be fools or tolerant of evil behavior. We should never do that. That's we should right. take action. As Absolutely. men, we should have to take action. When you do perform hypnotherapists on a person and they're doing it to overcome anger or whatever the emotional problem they have, does it come back? If they're in an environment, just like uh, smoking, for instance, you know, I like to say like, oh, everybody's cured, but we don't ever use the word cure because only the person, the patient knows if they've never had that issue happen again. Right. right? So you can't just pronounce somebody that way. Um, so does it come back? It depends on their environment and their state of mind. If it could last months, years, it could last forever, the rest of their life. But it depends also on what that person wants. Free will is never taken away. Free will is never is God given, so you can't. I mean, if if free will was squashed by hypnotherapy, you'd have all hypnotherapists robbing banks left and right. <laughs> nobody would nobody have their, would have their free will to stop to stop bad bad actions. What is free will? Free will is exactly what God deems it for us to be. It's basically to allow to make decisions and choices based on what it is that your heart desires. So you believe that God gave us a free will? I believe that God. If God didn't give us free will, then we wouldn't be able to do what we wanted to do, whether we chose evil or chose good. So, so God gave us free will to choose evil or good? And if God gave us free will to choose evil or good, why do all people choose evil? Because it's attractive. It's attractive because it's made attractive. Propaganda, media, So money. evil is more attractive than good? I'm sorry. Evil is more attractive than good. Depends on who you're asking, depending on the perception of where that question is coming from. But if you ask somebody that has been good all their life, hey, have you tried this? Oh, you haven't tried this? You'll like it because this is, oh, you're a square. And then you have negative propaganda on that person and they're weak and they don't know the truth. And the illusion looks more important than the reality. 
then yes. But I never see anywhere where God gave us a free will. Where did that idea come from that God gave human beings a free will? That's a good question. That's also a very um, good question for a theologian, but I'm not here to do that. that, uh, But where did you get the idea that God gave you a free will? If he's made, if I made in the image and likeness of my creator, then he has deemed me a creator. If I can create a human being by having uh, a connection with another uh, being, and we created a being, we we created that together. If I want to draw something, a masterpiece, I choose which one I want to do. Do I want to do uh, picture A or picture but B? But that is practical thinking. You he want, he gave you the ability to do practical things like that, a talent, mm-hmm. right? But he didn't give me but, free will. No, no, you don't think so. Not one human being has free will. Okay, what did you think that? What do you think it is then? You're either under the control of evil or good. You're not in control of anything. So no one has the choice to actually allow themselves the decision or choice to pick what they want to pick. Well, they're already evil, not by choice. But what if somebody is evil and says, "I renounce all the evil and I am now good. I'm going to go." They're not in their in their heart now. They're still evil. You know, if they renounce evil, yes. they're insane. Okay. Because you cannot overcome evil by renouncing evil. You overcome evil by admitting that you are evil, and then that's when God would take over. Is that right? Yeah. Okay. What do you think well, about that? I believe it's your perception and your understanding of how it is, but I think if God was here, he'd say, this is how it is. You're both wrong. <laughs> so you're married to a doctor. I'm married to a naturopath. Yes, she's a doctor. Of oh, a natural, naturopath. Natural healing. Yes, What's and she's that? a hypnotherapist as well. I'm oh, sorry. She's also a hypnotherapist. Oh, so you guys have business together? We're both hypnotherapists. Yes. Oh, right on. Yeah, because we know the the power that that is in healing can come from the individual's personal perception, and hypnosis allows you to open up to that, where the 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 society has has very much brought everybody to their knees thinking that their outside controls them and that they don't have any power on the inside. And that's something that needs to be changed. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I tell men they should never marry an educated woman. Is she educated? Very educated. Educated. But so am I. But you should be. I have to be. But I tell men that they should not marry an educated woman because educated women don't make for good wives and mothers because in their in their education they're on an ego trip, right? Oh yes. And so oh, they yes. try to be like the man. 100%. They don't want to stay home and raise your children. I agree with you. On that. I agree they with you. They don't want to obey because they want to be equal to. I agree with you. Would you suggest that men marry educated women? I've dated women who are not much less educated than me. Right. The conversation was crap. Crap. <laughs> crap. C R A P. That's not a scientific term. Uh, basically, the conversation was very dull. I wouldn't, I wasn't able to, to conversate with someone who was on the same level. Uh, and I was very unhappy in my, in my Would that be called you were educated? I'm sorry? You were educated, right? And well, the women you met were not here, educated. They were not educated because they, they, they had either professions or, uh, schooling that wasn't a uh, higher level. I've noticed that women who are not educated seem to have a better conversation than those who are educated. That hasn't been because my experience. The women who are educated, they have no idea what they're talking about. They're just repeating what some stupid professor told them. I 100% understand your point of view. I would agree with you because mm-hmm. mostly uh, women who have not worked on themselves, uh, 
to come to the uh, level of understanding of what a man that they deserve or want to deserve, because most of them think they deserve higher, but they're actually not giving higher. Uh, I do understand where you're coming from with that question and what you mean by those types of women. Although my my viewpoint when I was dating was to find a very educated woman. That why did you need that? I didn't need that. But why do you want an educated woman? If anything happens to me, you have to understand. If anything happens to me because of my health situation, my children need to be in the best hands possible. But so it, someone who knows everything that I know would be a blessing. What do you mean by that? Can you give me an example of what you mean by know she's, what you She's know? able to take over the family business. She's able to heal. She's able to, to take care of kids. Everything that, she, that she's able to do, she'd be able to do it or hire someone else to do it. But educated women don't trust God. They no, don't no, not, God. not mine. Mine trusts God, and she is walking the same path. Oh, yeah. I wouldn't have taken her. Would she stay home and be a, a wife and a mother to your yes, children and drop yes, everything? Yes, she said she's, she's made that commitment, yes. Okay. And, I, it, of course, I'd have to make sure that that is something from the beginning was in play. Right on. Yeah. Nice, man. What's, <laughs> what's wrong with the blacks? I knew you were going to ask me this question. <laughs> well, it depends. The black community has vast amounts of resources, talent, and ability to fix themselves. Uh, that's, that's under the notion that there's a problem. Some people would say that there's no problem. But I would say that if everyone would look at themselves, whether it be a culture, a race, uh, anybody, look at themselves and say, where are we together? Are we where we want to be or where do we want to go? And the same thing would happen for anybody that comes into my office that explains, hey, I'm not happy and I need to be somewhere else, the same path. Everybody has to have personal responsibility for where they're at and where they're going. And if they don't have that, there's going to be problems. And so you're saying that when I ask what's wrong with the blacks, they don't take personal responsibility? Are you saying I'm not that? saying that. I'm well, saying a, there's, a lot, there's a lot of black Americans or African-Americans who are very, very wonderful people. Where are they? Where are they? They're all over the place. You, just have to open, you have to open your eyes and see them. I mean, they're everywhere. I'm looking at one right now. But I'm white on the inside. Oh, no. And black oh, on the outside. Oh, no, we're all red on the inside, my friend. <laughs> hey, take a look at this. Look, look at this. I want to show you something. You see this? Yeah. That's vitiligo. Okay? Yeah. Yeah, oh, it is? Can, yeah. Zoom in on it if you want to zoom in. Yeah, That's are. vitiligo. That's the natural skin color that we are underneath. Right. Even this color that you call white is even white compared to white, white. Amazing. That is non-melanin skin. That's something that the Mediterranean, sometimes Mediterranean people get. Right. Right? So that right there, what yeah. you're looking at, is the true color of human beings. Is it painful? No. No. Oh. So what's wrong with the blacks? Nothing. Nothing? Nothing. So all this mess that What's wrong with the whites? And, uh, What's wrong with the Asians? Uh, uh, What's wrong with the Latinos? But let me ask. What's yeah, wrong? The question you're asking is very challenging to answer because it goes around, what's wrong with humanity? No, but it's not challenging to ask what's wrong with the blacks because the blacks are leading the way in uh, murder, uh, blaming white people, there's, uh, no there's no doubt. There's no doubt. There's challenges there, of so course. So what's wrong with them? You're the hypnotherapist. What's Let, wrong? They want, come you, into the office. Okay. They're like, Mr. Doctor, Mr. One, Doctor. One. Well, I'm black. One, what's wrong with me? Cultural 
cultural knowledge, things from their culture that is incorrect. There's a lot more to African-American culture than hip-hop, R&B, okay? There's a lot more. So how, are, how is an individual in their childhood, how are they in their young adulthood, how are they later on in life? You have to look at all that. You have to ask, where are you? Are you unhappy? Okay, what, what's making you unhappy? Right. Well, my, my father wasn't there. Okay, why wasn't your father there? Why are you angry at your father? Can you forgive your father? Can you move on from that trauma? What do you want to be? Do you want to be better than your, your father or do you want to be exactly like your father? All right, you got into gangs. Why are you in the gang? What's that giving you? Father figure, false father figure? Do they, you know they work for the enemy? The actions that they're taking are, are not healthy? There's so many different things that I cannot even answer this question. But you're right about those things. It's not racism or any of those things. It's uh, their mothers have turned them away from their fathers. So you, that's they, where you believe that they're evil? Without a doubt. Okay. The mothers have, it's not about the white man or anything. Do you love white people? I love all people. Do you I love, love black, black people. people. I love white people. I love all people. Do I you, love my Greek people. I love everybody. And do you love white people? I love white people. You love white people? I love, you love white Jews? People. I love Jews. Love Jesus Jews. Christ was a Jew. What do you Jesus think? Christ was a Jew. Right. Right? He wasn't even a Christian. He is a Jew. He is a Jew. Yeah. Right? And people have to get understand that if you're looking for the correct path, what is the correct path? Go back to the original, original writings, the original things of the apostles. Yeah. Right? Go before the, 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 the split the, the schism of 1054 AD. And then you'll know the answer. You'll know the truth. Um, what do you do when, uh, what do you think about the attack upon white people, especially white men mm. and white Christian men? They are the most hated species on this side of heaven, and they have been blamed for everything in their own country. Yeah. I know you agree with me that white people founded and created the greatest country in the world, America, right? And all these foreigners, people of color here, and they come here, they leave their country to come here, and they attack the white man. What do you think about the attack upon white men? It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. Yeah. Any attack on any people, on any people as a whole is, is ridiculous because someone is trying to scapegoat onto somebody else. That's right. That's what happened with everybody across all centuries and all type, type of history. We, we have to understand, Jesse, that are, there are entities, uh, be careful how I say this, but there's entities that are actually taking over human beings yes. and creating what we're seeing right now. And those entities are evil. They're nothing but evil, yeah. the ones that are causing pain and, and, and heartache. And they are, they are a real entity. But the thing is, we don't give them power by calling them by name or giving them attention. We focus on the creator that made all things because the dumbest thing you can, understand, you can do is to think as a human being that you can fight an archangel. You can't do that. All right. Only God, who created the archangel, can banish him. So you have to go back to the original connection which is the Godhead inside of you connecting to the Father. That's so the what should white people do to fight back? Stand up for themselves. Yeah, Stand up. up for themselves. Why speak don't they up. do it? Uh, because of the media. Media causing, causing the havoc. You, you know media. Right. You, you've I'll been there. Yeah. You've been there. You know what they do to yeah. you when you tell them the truth. Yeah. yeah, but if enough people come up and say the truth, yeah. you can't silence it. That's right. Eventually, Amazing. it's being heard. What message do you want to put out there for the people now about healing? God loves you, always has loved you, will always love you. Come back to him. 
and leave all your worries at the foot of the cross. That's all. Did you vote for the great white hope? <laughs> you call him the great white hope. Although in the health You know who he is, right? I know who you're per- per- pertaining to. Who am, I re- who am I referring to? Trump. Who? Trump. I can't hear you. <clears throat> Trump. Nice. <laughs> but there's certain things in the healthcare industry that we do not, uh, the holistic healthcare industry, we're not really fond of. Warp speed, primarily. That thing was not a good idea. We but see the we see the fallout. What happened? I'm sorry. You see the fallout of what? Of of rushing something into market without ever having any kind of uh, backing of of pure real science. Trump did something like that. He's the one who put that forward in his administration. Oh, I see. And did you? Are Though, you allowed one to thing, say if you voted thing, for him? One thing uh, I can say is that there were no wars under Trump, which was a really good thing. Right. Really good thing. And he brought back jobs. He did a lot of good things. Remember drilling. He did a lot of good things. Even black people were working. Did you ever think for a second he did a lot you of would see things. black people working? Given the opportunity, all people work. But did you ever imagine black people working? Yes. But Trump gave Trump job. did it. Right. He did it. So he was, was a great president. So was he the great white hope? Jesus Christ is the great Mediterranean <laughs> hope. Or the, or so does he have your Mediterranean vote? You know, where, where the area that he was in was not Mediterranean, obviously. Uh, so what now? Middle Eastern. The great Middle Eastern. Uh, Jesus Christ. Amazing. And so, do you think he's going to win this time? I'm not a prophet. Do we have your but he's vote? got a good vote. He's got a good voting chance. Yeah. If he's on the ballot. If you, they don't get him out of there. Will you talk to God about that? I always do. Right I'm talking right now. Nice. God give us the best option. For this, for this uh, beautiful country, and uh, let us uh, not destroy ourselves in the process. Were women created to lead or follow? Follow. Follow. Are we in the hot seat? Not yet. Oh, man, this is hot stuff. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Actually, kind of lukewarm, but let's go. And why do men allow women to lead They're in the afraid. Home They're afraid or they come anyone. from a family that had the, a matriarch. Or the fa- there yeah. was a matriarch in the family. What a mess, huh? It becomes a mess. becomes a mess. Not all, not all the time. There's a lot of strong, beautiful women. I don't want to... Uh, we, there's a lot of beautiful, strong women. You don't know one strong woman. It's just my wife. My uh, wife and my mother. No. No such thing as a strong woman. I agree to disagree. And what's Next strong question. about them? What's strong about them? Everything. Like the, every, everything that I know about them is strong. And not to say that my, like, my father is... What is that they give great advice. You know, they, they do. They do give great advice. They do give great advice. If that's true, My father why did God say because you listen to the woman, you will suffer? Again, I agree to disagree on that one topic, but I understand your position. What's my position? Your position is that women are evil. And, and they are not created to? To lead. And you agree with that, right? I agree with that. And do you and that also part, the agree that? What? The leading part, I agree. Do you agree? Because if you look at, if you also look at politics, you look at anything in the states. You look at, you look at uh, different countries. uh, Very rarely will you see a woman do the job a man can do in that in that scenario, right? Right. You see that, and that's proof. And that we women women want to, for many reasons, that was actually structured, and you know this, you know the history of. Of what happened with uh, women given ro- voting rights and, and to destroy and look, the men, to destroy man. the family yeah. structure and that has happened. Yeah. We can't. We, you can't deny that. That's you right. can't deny that. So that's what happened thing, to the blacks. So 
you look, you know a lot more growing uh, growing up in America than I do about the situation and your perception right. and your experience than I do about what happened, obviously, from your point of view right. about with with Lack America. And and I honor that. And I, and I say you stand with your truth and you know the truth. A lot of people, specifically in the African-American communities now, they're being told what to believe. That's right. And you need to stand up and you are. Thank yeah. God for that. And and more men have to stand up like yeah. like you and tell them the truth. They say, Young are you men, afraid to tell the blast the truth? No, Do I'm telling tell them? I'm telling them the truth right now. Right on. Why Why would I be afraid of telling the truth? Nice, amazing. But, but I love the black community, and I think the black community needs to come up as, as, out of as their a whole, hell, out of wherever they're at, are they in and hell? be healed if if that's where they're at. Some yeah. some black Americans are in a really good place. Like who? You. No, just one. Oh, come on. Obama, he's in a good place. Obama. He's in a good place, though. What, what's a good place? He doesn't have to worry about any kind of crime around him. He doesn't have to worry about any anything. Right, him. but inwardly, he's miserable. I'm not there to... to he may to have a it. wall around his building. He may have money in his pocket. He may can go into the White House or whatever. But inwardly, he's catching hell. So he's not happy. Anyway, I got to put you on the hot seat. I love it. Let's I need go. you to answer these questions as quickly as possible. Okay. The hot seat. What is love? Love is Christ. Is the earth flat or round? It is a little bit more open in the middle. <laughs> Did, uh, does the bear shoot in the woods? If the bear, if the bear's uh, in the woods, it's it's doing its deed. <laughs> is America the best country on this side of heaven? Oh yes. Do we need more white babies? We need all kinds of babies. White babies aren't bad. Do we need more white babies? Sure. Do I'm making you? some. I'm oh, sorry. I'm making some. No, make a ton of them. Because you are white, right? I'm Greek. I'm not necessarily. I don't identify as white. I'm Mediterranean. Why don't you identify white? I'm being I'm being facetious. Oh, good. Do you agree that the more the more uh, degrees a person has, the dumber they are? <laughs> I understand where you're coming from with that question because if you're in the academia aspect, and uh, that could be true, that could be partly true. Did you take the jab? Are you kidding me? <laughs> Asking me that? Do, uh, can you believe in the theory of evolution if you believe in God? No. Which was worse, abortion or slavery? Both are both are bad, but abortion is far worse. Which is slavery? Well, abortion if you never have a chance to live a life. Yeah, it's worse. I agree. Mexican food or Greek food? Oh, Greek, without a doubt. But Mexican's good too. I like it. But I, <laughs> hey, I've got I got a bat for the home team. Yeah. I'm a euro. I gotta have a euro. Should women be allowed to play in men's sport? Yes or no? No. No. And should men be allowed to play in women's sport? No. Is Jesus white or black? <laughs> it's always about race, isn't it? It has to be about skin color and race. Right. Middle Eastern. It was a Middle Eastern man. Middle Eastern. Does a chicken have lips? Does a what? A chicken have lips. Has got a beak. <laughs> Will you vote for the great white hope this time around? <laughs> Let's see who's on the ballot. And we'll see. I'm, I'm, 
I don't believe any political party has the right answers. I believe that everybody has an opinion. Uh, I do believe uh, critical thinking is needed. Otherwise, yeah. you're going to be stuck in a two-tier system I totally forever. I agree, man. And we, all, we have a one-party system now. The Democrat and Republicans are the same as one party. Did you have fun? Oh, yeah. Oh, oh yeah. I had a lot of fun. Take, uh, thank you so much for coming, man. Tell the folks how to get to your website, well, your books, work, or books, whatever uh, it is you the, want. The books are all on online, uh, Amazon.com, BeAMaster.com, DrKasuli.com, D-R-K-O-U-S-O-U-L-I.com. So all of that stuff, social media, all of that stuff is available. I'm not so much a really big you know, social media guy. Right. I like to stick to what I do and focus on the object at hand and healing and working with people. Uh, so you're going to get to know me. You're going to get to know me very personally. I don't really – all the other stuff is out there if you want to touch base. There's a lot of free information, a lot of things that help the community out there. So if you like, just add anywhere Dr. Casulli. I think you should spell your name and speak a little slower about it. <laughs> D-R-K-O-U-S-O-U-L-I. Okay. Amazing. Well, I really enjoyed talking to you. You're amazing. And thank oh. you so much for the work that you're doing. You're I welcome. really, you're an inspiration to a lot of men, not just black men, but a lot of men. Right so on. I want to give you. Thank you, man. Thank amazing. You. I yes. appreciate that. Appreciate you. Thank you all for tuning in. Uh, <clears throat> don't forget to support the Father State on the fatherstate.tv slash donate and locals. Dot com. Click in the link there. Follow, like, subscribe. Y'all know what to do. All right. This is my last taping for today. I've done three hours of radio and three hours of Father's Day. And shout outs. What a mess. Thank you, man. And happy, happy New Year, by the way. Thank you. Happy New Year all to right. you as well. Let's hope for the best. I know. And, and we'll be fun. Yeah. yeah. Thank you all. I appreciate it. Amazing. Amazing. Yes.